Father, we ask you to speak to us this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Show us what we do not know. Remind us what we have forgotten. Teach us new things in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, I want to speak to you briefly on what I've titled, Prayer Always Works. Prayer Always Works. Praise the Lord. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Verse 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we deserve that we desired of him. Hallelujah. Let me take that again. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. And this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. Praise the Lord. I have been in this Christian life for a few years, from 1996 until now, and I have seen God answer prayers. I have seen God answer prayers. Some other times we will pray and trust the Lord and the prayer, the answer will not manifest until a long time. Until a long time. You know, it takes some, sometimes it takes, sometimes God answers the same day. Other times God answers after a week. Other times after a month or so, a few months. Some other prayers manifest, the answers manifest. After some years, praise the Lord. Sometimes you would have even forgotten that you prayed about it. But the fact is that when you pray, God always answers. When you pray, God always answers. So I don't know what you've been asking the Lord. You've been trusting the Lord for something. You've prayed and you've prayed and you've prayed. And it looks like the answer is not forthcoming. Hang in there. Hang in there. There is no unanswered prayer. There is no unanswered prayer with God. There is no unanswered prayer with God. Remember? He said this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. If what you are asking is according to his will, what does he mean? Don't let Satan confuse you, telling you, are you sure what you are asking is according to his will? Okay, let's go to the book of uh, Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7 from verse 7 to 11. Satan is a thief. He is a liar. He tries to rob us of the blessings of God. He tries to rob us of the blessings of God by lying to us. He takes the scripture, he twists it and asks you questions like he asked Eve. He said, did God really say, did God really say you shouldn't eat of any tree in the garden? Did God really say, did God really say that if you ask anything according to his will, he will answer? He said, yes, he said so. Then he asked you, are you sure what you are asking God is his will? Then sometimes he always gets believers in that place. But listen to Matthew chapter 7 from verse 7 to 11. He said, ask and it shall be given you. Did he say, ask and God will chase you away? No. He said, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. These are words of assurance. These are words of assurance 
it's not uh, there's no probability here he didn't say ask and maybe god will answer you um in his good in, in his own good time oh his own good way you know try to become religious about it ask and it shall be given you he didn't say ask and god will examine you first he didn't say ask and god will send an angel to check whether you you qualify to receive answers or not he said ask this is jesus these are red letter words jesus himself is saying to you his disciple his follower ask and he shall be given you seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you these are words of assurance he said for everyone that asketh receiveth and he that seeketh findeth remember that word everyone that asketh he didn't say every pastor that asketh he didn't say el- every elder that asketh he didn't say every born again talking mature believer that asketh he's talking to every christian every christian if you are born again if you have given your life to jesus christ this message is for you this promise is for you say everyone that's why you must have faith in your own prayers have faith that god answers your prayer that god hears you you don't need to run around to men of god every small thing you run look for a, a man of god every small thing you look for a man of god that will pray for you amen have faith you say everyone that ask it receive it everyone that ask it receive it hallelujah praise the lord for everyone that ask it receive it and he that seeketh find it and to him that knocketh it shall be opened this are words of assurance anyone that ask receives anyone that ask receives anyone that seeks ask go for direction you know yesterday i was coming back from a place i went to preach in durban you know um uh, i i stopped over at hardin to minister to a friend and his business and we were checking what how do i get back home what do i do should i a lot of deliberations should i go back to durban and travel from durban to port elizabeth elizabeth where i stay or should i you know what do i do so i were deliberating and i said please give me some time let me seek the face of god let me seek he say anyone that seek it okay he say seek and you shall find then i went i went out we're in a restaurant so i went out and i prayed in the spirit prayed in tongue lord show me what do you want me to do i spoke in tongues spoke in tongues spoke in tongues and god told me go forward and go forward means go to amtata amtata is the way forward from uh hardin where i was in the in kzn kwazulu natal so i went forward i went to amtata and i arrived late and i ended up spending the night with so a, a believer a brother that I met in East London and that night we had a time of prayer I shared the word with them and there was a young man that came there who asked us to pray for him that his father used to be a pastor a founder of a ministry but now he has backslidden because of some politics in church so things happen and he's become an alcoholic you know um that he himself also backslid as a result so we prayed and i believe god answered our prayers we pray for his restoration that brother prayed that brother is full of the word now i know if i did not see god i wouldn't have gotten there i gave him some of my materials i gave him some of my materials 
and uh, they really blessed him i'm sure because people get blessed when i pray for them when i share books with them I share some books with them i took his contact i'm going to stay in touch with him and i asked god where how do i go go forward again amen he says seek and you shall find seek and you shall find praise the lord seek and you shall find seek and you shall find seek and you shall find you know sometimes when you are trusting god for money you must learn to ask for money when you ask for money you wait you don't start looking for whom to borrow from immediately if asked you relax and let god work if you are asking god for a house pray and stop don't start looking around for where to borrow the money from ask the lord and wait remember what uh, dr jerry samuel said if you are willing to wait for as long as it takes god will make sure you don't wait for long wait 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 pray and wait your prayer works the moment you said amen okay i'm coming to that um let me write down that scripture the holy spirit just reminded me of that scripture now in mark 11 23 to 24 we'll read it later amen amen so whenever you ask believe 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 okay let's continue our reading for everyone that ask and receive it remember it's everyone and he that seeketh findeth and to him that knocketh it shall be open or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread will give him a stone or if he asks a fish will give him a serpent will you ever would you ever do that your son asks you for bread and you give him a stone or you ask him for a fish you want some tuna and you give him a serpent no if he then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children how much more shall your father in heaven your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him so how do you eliminate that thing of is it the will of god check is it good is it something good is it something you need right now healing is good if you are sick don't let the, the devil ask you whether you are praying according to the will of god you are praying for healing healing is always the will of god healing is always the will of god don't allow any devil to lie to you that God is teaching you a lesson by your sickness. No. God is not teaching you a lesson by your sickness. He has a better way of teaching you a lesson. He has his word. His word is enough to teach you a lesson. God is not trying to teach you anything. God is not punishing you. God does not punish anyone. He punished Jesus on your behalf. He will not punish you because of your sin as a Christian. As a Christian, stop saying that God is punishing me. God is punishing me. Amen. If you sin, 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 says, if you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. It means he forgives you whenever you sin, he asking to forgive him. He forgives you. Then the even the ones you don't remember all the other unrighteousness, he will cleanse you from them. Amen. So don't allow Satan to lie to you that oh, are you asking pray your rent for example is the will of God for you to be able to pay your rent. To own a house is the will of God. To find somebody to marry is the will of God. To have admission for your children is the will of God. For your business to prosper is the will of God. For your ministry to prosper is the will of God. Every good thing, the Bible says, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. God is the giver of every good thing. It is the will of God for you to have good things when you ask Him. I read verse 11 again. If you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him 
Praise the Lord. If you ask for any good thing, God will give it to you. If you have asked, wait for it. It is on his way. It is on his way. Sometimes immediately you ask, the Lord answers. But it may take some time for you to take delivery. Sometimes you need to, there are some preparations. Uh, you know, God may prepare, be preparing you for it. You know, some, some of the miracles we ask for, we are really not prepared for it. For example, you are asking God for a car, but you don't have a driver's license. You need to go get a driver's license. Otherwise, you may be delaying the car from coming. If you believe God has answered you, then go get a driver's license. Okay, I think I should read Mark. Uh, okay, let's, let's just uh, follow this the way I wrote it down. Um, the Holy Spirit will help us to join all of them together. John chapter 14, verse 14. Remember, our title is Prayer Always Works. Prayer Always Works. In South Africa, it says works. Works. Amen. So, whether it's work, or works, or works. Amen. But prayer always works. Hallelujah. John chapter 14, verse 14 says, let's read from verse 13. Okay, let's read from verse uh, 12 to 14. John chapter 14, from verse 12 to 14. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whenever you hear verily, verily, you must pay attention to it. He that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than this shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. When God answers your prayer, the Father is glorified. He said, whatsoever. What is whatsoever? Whatsoever is anything. Whatsoever is everything. Whatsoever you ask in my name. Whatever you shall ask in my name, that I will do. Whatsoever, as long as you say in the name of Jesus, God will do it. God is committed. The moment you say in the name of Jesus, you've committed the integrity of God to bring your prayers to pass. Hallelujah. Verse 14, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. How plain can it be? How plain can it be? How direct can it be? Jesus was not speaking in parables here. And he's not talking to any class of believers. He's talking to everyone, everyone, every believer. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it, including casting out demons. In the book of Mark, chapter 16, from verse 15, he says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth, and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. In my name. In my name. If you say, in the name of Jesus, devils, I cast you out, the devils come out. In the name of Jesus Christ, you lay your hands on the sick. In Jesus' name, I command you, be healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Once you say that in the name of Jesus Christ, God is committed. That prayer is answered. Just in my trip, uh, I just came back from a trip. A lady came in that was possessed with demons uh, in one of the places where I went to minister. She was uh, a prostitute for, for eight years. Eight years. And she just, she just, 
came in that day, he just said, I need a church right now. I am tired of this life that I'm living. The devil was up. She came in there full of demons. I prayed for her with the other believers in the name of Jesus. And I believe that demon left immediately. I even told the demon, go through the window, get out of here. And we knew when the demon left. Sometimes you don't even need to see anything physical to know that the demons have left. The demons must leave because Jesus said so. If you say in my name, cast, you cast out demons. Say in the name of you, you come out. That lady was set free. The following day, you could see she was a completely different person. Two days later, she was joining us to go win the lost. She became an instant disciple. We prayed for God to give her an accommodation and God answered us, gave, us, gave her a place to stay and blessed her with money to start a business. And I believe she has already started the business already. God always answers the prayers. our prayers. She was with us. On Sunday, she was in church. She asked for a Bible. Please, can, may I please have a Bible? She began to read her Bible. Prayer always, well, who says? You know, I did something stupid in that trip um, because I was afraid because the pastor was from another country and you know, South Africa is not so friendly with foreign pastors because of some things that other foreign pastors have done. So I was trying to get a, a, find a way to get her out of the church building. But she, you know, when we cast out the demons from her, she went into a deep sleep. And I didn't want to leave her there in case anything happened. Why would I ever think about in case anything happens? Why would I ever expect something bad to happen after I have prayed? Sometimes we just need to renew our minds. Sometimes the Holy Spirit, I don't know, if I was the Holy Spirit, I would be giving people knocks when you pray and you, you begin to take steps in unbelief. Anyways, all of the steps we took in unbelief did not work. The ambulance did not come. The police did not come. She ended up staying with us. And she has become a strong disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. May God forgive me for that step of unbelief in Jesus' name. But the long story short is that we prayed in the name of Jesus, be set free. Be free with the Holy Spirit. She got baptized in the Holy Spirit and got set free. And now she is serving the Lord. And I believe because God has answered our prayers, she will make it to the end. God is going to use her you know, to bring many into the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Whenever we pray, God answers our prayers. Whenever we pray, God answers our prayers. He says in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, as we begin to round up, Jeremiah 33 and verse 3. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and shew thee, Great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Call unto me and I will answer thee. And I will show you greater mighty things you do not know. Call unto me. He didn't say call unto me and I will check if you are on my schedule of answers. Call unto me and I will check whether you qualify for an answer. No, he said call unto me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Whenever you call unto God, he answers. Whenever you call unto God, God answers. God never fails to answer his children. God is not a snobbish God. He does not ignore people. Everyone that's called on him got his attention. Everyone that called on Jesus, Bartholomew called unto him. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He got his attention. Even the woman uh, that, 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 that who had a, demon, a child oppressed by the devil. You know, remember that story where Jesus says, uh, 
I cannot take the food of our children and give to dogs. That woman was a Gentile lady. She was not a Jew. Jesus was sent to the Lordship of the house of Israel. But that woman, he called on Jesus. And Jesus answered. Jesus saw her faith and responded. When you cry out by faith, when you cry out by faith, Jesus will respond. I sense there's somebody who, who, who is listening to this message right now. You've been calling, asking God for healing healing but you've prayed about that thing over and over and this looks like that sickness is still there child of god i'm standing in faith with you and i pray in the name of jesus christ for healing right now because you are not asking for something that is not in the will of god healing is the will of god i curse that sickness now in the name of jesus christ i cast that spirit of infirmity out of your body in the name of jesus i put an end to that oppression of the devil on your body right now on your soul right now in jesus name be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet in the name of jesus god is telling you begin to look out for improvement look out for improvement don't wait until don't wait remember that song they say don't wait till the battle is over shout now shout the shout of victory right now don't wait until until you know you see that your body is completely whole amen Thank the Lord for every little improvement. Remember, remember the 10 lepers that were healed. Remember the 10 lepers that were healed. Remember that story. God is telling me to rem- tell you, remember that story. I pre- told those guys, 10 of them to go show themselves to the priest. On the way, on the way, one of them noticed that he has been healed. And he returned back to Jesus to say thank you. When he said thank you, the Bible said he was made whole. He was made whole. He mo- was Jesus made him whole if you return whenever you notice that the healing is already taking place maybe the pains are not there anymore or maybe it's not as painful as it used to be or the discomfort is no longer the way it used to be return back to jesus and say jesus thank you whenever you thank the lord for what he has done you commit him to do what is remaining when you thank the lord for what he has done you commit him to do what is remaining thank jesus thank jesus Thank Jesus for the little, the slightest improvement. The slightest improvement. You're trusting God for a big miracle. If a small one happens, go to him and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The moment you say, thank you, Jesus, you commit him to do more. Thank him. Thank him for the little miracles. Thank him for, as as a matter of fact, there is no little miracle. The Bible says, this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our sight. Everything God does is marvelous. Everything God does is great. Thank him for the great things he's doing in your life and you will commit him to do more and more and more and more for you in the name of Jesus Christ. May God give you understanding in Jesus' name. Finally, let's read Mark 11, 23 to 24. Okay, let's take it to 25. Or let's actually start from 22. Mark 11, 22 to 25. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. God is telling you today, have faith in me. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. A mountain could be a problem, it could be a need, it could be something that is threatening your life. A mountain could be any problem that you have. A mountain could be anything that is bothering you. A mountain could be anything. A sickness, a problem in your family, it could be debt. You are owing some money, whatever it is, it could be some bills. If you say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, 
but shall believe that those things which you say shall come to pass. You shall have whatsoever you say. I was paraphrasing the scripture, but it actually says, For verily I say unto thee, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. When you pray, whatsoever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. Believe that you receive it when? When you said amen. When you said amen, believe that you have received it. And the Bible says you shall have them. Believe that you have received them and you shall have them. Whenever you pray, ask God for a need. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Do you know why sometimes you, you, you believe that you receive and you don't have? Because you begin to make plan B's. Don't make plan B's in case that prayer does not work. If you ever make any plan B after you've prayed, in case in case this prayer does not work, in case something happens, you will not get that miracle. You delay your miracles by your plan Bs and plan Cs. You delay your miracles by asking, uh, except God lays into your heart. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes when you pray about something, He tells you who who to go to to ask. Okay, except God lays somebody in your heart. He says when you're praying, and He says uh, God tells you go to this person. It happened to me one time. I needed seven hundred dollars for a business. And I finished praying, and God said, go to this woman and go tell her what you want to do. I went to tell that woman uh, the, uh, the plan I had for my business, and she gave me some money. I, and he told me another person to go share the vision with. I shared the vision with that person. Before you know it, I had my $700 to start my business. Amen. So God works through people. God works through people. But make sure God is one leading you, not because you are afraid this thing may not work. Sometimes when you go ask other people because you are afraid because you are, you are panicking so most times it's either their phones don't they, don't they don't pick up their phones or maybe they are not able to give you that thing that you ask so sometimes when you ask people and they disappoint you don't be angry maybe you're not supposed to ask them in the first place amen and don't get under condemnation that uh oh god will not answer my prayer now because i i i, I went to ask someone amen please god is not wicked God is not like your uncle if your uncle is a wicked man. God is not a mean like your a person like your mathematics teacher if your mathematics teacher is a mean person. God is not a mean God. God will not tell you, oh, because you don't have faith, I will never answer your prayer again. No, God is a God of love. God is a God of love. He loves you. God loves you. God loves you. Even when you make mistakes, we don't always get this faith thing. I just told you I cast out a demon from someone. Instead of believing that that person is fine, I was beginning to make another plan, arrangement to take her to the hospital. You know, so, uh, 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 can it take you say, how dumb can you be and still breathe? How dumb was I that day and still breathe? Amen. I prayed. Instead of believing that this lady is fine, I began to make a plan to take her to the hospital. To do what? What can the hospital do for somebody who is demon-possessed? What can they do? They will not give her shelter. But God did not say, okay, Sam, you prayed, and now you are looking for ambulance. I will not answer you again. My brother, God loves you. He loves me more than my stupidity. He loves me even when I'm stupid. He loves me even when I make mistakes. God loves you. God will answer you even when you make mistakes. God will answer you. That's why you must also ask God, please have mercy on me. Oh, I believe. Help my unbelief. 
But when God sees the slightest faith, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, God is not looking for a big faith. Until we get there, please trust the Lord. Have faith in the love of God. Verse 25 of Mark 11. And when you start praying, when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. If you have any issue against someone or someone has anything against you, forgive that person so that God will forgive you, so that God will answer you. Unforgiveness hinders prayers. Unforgiveness hinders prayer. When you don't forgive other people, when you have bitterness against people, it hinders your prayers. So if you have have somebody who has offended you or somebody who took what belongs to you, somebody who lied about you or somebody who did something bad to you, I want you to forgive. I want you to forgive. We're going to pray a prayer today. If you're not sure, if you're not sure whether you're forgiving or, you, you know, you're working in unforgiveness, you said, I will never forgive this person. Maybe the person did something so bad about uh, against you. We're going to be praying together. But before then, I want uh, to give an opportunity to anyone who is not born again. Because this, uh, God does not answer, the only prayer God answers from an unbeliever is the prayer of salvation. Amen. To, to give your life to Jesus, asking Jesus to be the Lord of your life. Otherwise, if you are not born again, you don't have guarantee for answered prayer. All these things we talked about, God, prayer always works for believers, not for unbelievers. Prayer always works for believers, not for unbelievers. The, the unbelievers just eat of the crumbs that fall on the table. You know, when believers pray, the, 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 uh, the prayer of believers can touch the unbeliever. But if you are not born again, you have not made Jesus the, the owner of your life. You've not given your life to Jesus. Jesus died for you on the cross. God put all of his, your sin on Jesus Christ. He died. He died. He died for you. God put all your sins upon him. How do you get born again? You believe that Jesus died for you and that God raised him from the dead? You confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead. And you say, Jesus, be my Lord. The Bible says you shall be saved. You shall be saved. If you used to be born again, but something happened and you backslid, you can come back today. Today can be a brand new day for you. So would you please say this prayer after me if you want to, to, to make Jesus the Lord of your life. If you want to become a child of God, you want to become born again, I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me. I believe you took my sins on the cross. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I welcome you to my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. And I thank you because I am now born again. I am now saved in Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. If you said that prayer, if you say this prayer, something. Remember, prayer always works. Jesus Christ came into your life. The Holy Spirit came into your life. The Holy Spirit came into your life. You have power now over sin. You have power over the circumstances of life. When you pray right now, from this point, God always answers you. In Jesus' name. So, child of God, don't forget. When you pray, God answers. Whenever you pray, God answers. Even if it takes time, even if it tarries, wait for it because it will surely manifest because God cannot lie. God can never lie. Whenever you pray, God always answers. Whenever you pray, God always answers, child of God. 
Don't let the devil confuse you. Don't let the devil deceive you. Whenever you pray, child of God, God answers. Even if it wait, tarries, wait for it. You've prayed for a transfer. You prayed for a promotion. Wait for it. When, if you wait, it may not happen immediately. But that did not happen immediately does not mean it will not happen again. That your prayer answer did not come immediately does not mean your answer will not come. God has released the answer and the answer is on its way to you. God has released the answer when you prayed and the answer is on its way. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't, don't go looking for other gods. Don't go to a witch doctor. Don't go to anyone. Stop asking why is God not answering my prayer? Why is God not answering my prayer? Because God always answers your prayers, child of God. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with your faith. You just need to wait. Be patient. Faith goes with patience. Faith goes with patience. Faith goes with patience. Be patient. Be patient and God will give you a miracle. You will not be put to shame. Are you facing an eviction right now? It looks like, you know, they're about to kick you out of a house. Wait. Wait, I told you the story if you have been following this podcast of one time I prayed and prayed, God, give me money to pay my rent. I was a student then. God, please give me money to pay my rent. Please, Lord. I asked. I claimed, you know, the scriptures. I stood on the word of God. I gave a seed of faith and looked like nothing was happening. And eventually, I was kicked out of the house. It was so shameful. It was so painful. The same day I was kicked out of the house, the same day, I, I was uh, almost be, uh, about to become homeless. The same day, God used a brother to speak to a, an owner of a house in the suburb of the city of Island, a beautiful place. And they came and took me and moved me into a house. I stayed for, from September of that year to January of the next two years. Almost for two years, I lived in a house free of charge. I was asking God for rent for one month. It looks like that rent did not come, but God gave me a place where I stayed for almost two years. Which one is better? One month rent or almost two years of not paying rent, not buying food, not buying clothes. I got allowances from them. By staying in the house, I didn't pay a cent. I began to live among the rich people. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Imagine if I got angry with God. I said, God, I asked you for only one month rent. You didn't answer me. What kind of God are you? What kind of a father are you? But you said you when I pray that you answer me. You said when I pray you answer me. Imagine if I got offended at God. Imagine if I got offended at God. And I said, ah, this prayer thing doesn't work. This faith thing does not work. I give up. I give up. I give up. And maybe I go look for alcohol to drink. To go drink. Ah, to help with God. Can you imagine? how dumb I would have been. But I stayed with God. I stayed. I I remember that day after praying, they kicked me out. I went to the school library. I remember what I was doing. I was just going to Google, looking at the men of God, the preachers that I admired, looking at their pictures. I know some of their stories. If God could bring them from the place of lack and want poverty, Kenneth Copeland, David Oedipo, looking at their pictures, where God has brought them, and I know the story. Their situation was worse than my situation. If God did it for them, he's going to do it for me. Find something to build your faith. I was busy looking at that picture when I got a phone call to come move into the new house. Child of God, don't be afraid for the worst to happen. Let the worst happen. Before you see shame, remember you, you are a representative of Jesus. You are representing Jesus. Remember that. 
Anything that happens to you impacts on the name of Jesus. And God will not allow his name to be thrown in, in the mud. God will not allow himself to be disgraced. Child of God, your situation, what you are facing, Jesus is the high priest. He has feelings for your infirmity. He feels what you feel. He feels your pains. He will answer you. He said, if earthly fathers know how to give good things to their children, how much more will he give good things to you? If what you are asking from God is a good thing, he will give it to you. He will give it to you. He will give it to you. If that thing you are asking God for is a good thing, he will give it unto you. He will give, even if other people don't think it's important, but it's important to you, God will give it to you. Just be patient. If it has not happened, it means God is taking his time preparing something bigger. Or maybe asking too small. He will give you something big. He always beats your expectation. God always beats our expectations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I feel like preaching. Yes, and I'm preaching it. Amen. I want, to, I want you to understand this thing. God is too big to fail. God cannot fail you. God cannot disappoint you, child of God. You have prayed and prayed and prayed. He has answered. The answers are on their way. Wait, child of God. Be patient. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't give up. You are praying for the salvation of your loved ones, your husband, your, you know, uh, uh, your children. Salvation is a good thing. That's why Jesus came. Hold on. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Change the prayers. Change the prayers. Bind the devil. Command the devil to take his hands off your children. Command the devil to take his hands off your, 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 your husband. I mean, pray, pray, bind him. James 4, 7, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Keep on praying. If you give up, that person will never be saved again. If you give up, you fail. You, you, God will not, it is not over until you win. It is not over. I borrowed the words of Dr. Jerry Samuel. It is not over until God says it is over. And God will never say it is over until you win, until you have your answers. God will never say it is over. So hold on. Keep believing. Keep on praying. Keep praising God. Keep holding on. Don't give up until you have the miracle that you are expecting. Do not give up. If you give up, you will lose. If you give up, you fail. If you give up, give up, you will never receive it again. Don't give up. Keep on praying. Keep on believing. Keep standing. Keep thanking God. Father, thank you. I know you have answered me. Because prayer always works. You said if I ask anything according to your will, you do it. Lord, I thank you because you've done it. Lord, I receive grace to wait for as long as it takes to receive my miracles. I pray for you right now. Every sickness under the sound of my voice, I curse you now. I command you to leave. I curse cancer. I curse every growth in the name of Jesus. Every tumor on the brain. I command it to go now. Die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Disappear. Every growth on the body. Every growth in the name of Jesus. Be destroyed. Be destroyed. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Every sickness of the mind. Depression. Anxiety. In the name of Jesus Christ. Panic. In the name of Jesus. Be gone. Be gone. I curse you in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus, sugar diabetes, hepatitis, in the name of Jesus, HIV AIDS, in the name of Jesus, migraine, every form of infection, be gone in Jesus' name. I curse you. Be healed right now in Jesus' name. I decree that the finances you are waiting for, the miracle, financial breakthrough, the time has come. Receive your financial breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Receive your jobs 
in the name of Jesus. Receive your financial miracle in the name of Jesus. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Receive your restoration. Receive the miracle we have been praying for in the name of Jesus. I call you blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Please share this message with someone. Share this message on your status. Share this message. Let every believer hear this word. And God shall bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.